Good morning, it's Monday, April 8th, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning from Damdara, Afghanistan, with Swagger Afghan Army Takes the Lead. Also, targeted killing comes to define the war on terror. And U.S. and South Korea have a plan to counter the North. In today's national headlines, scientific articles taken, personal checks too. Slaking regions thirst while cleaning its beaches, we get that story from Los Angeles. And culprit in heart disease goes beyond fat and red meat. In today's business headlines, Lou to press for growth in talks in Europe. Meyer tries to infuse Yahoo with startup spirit. And desperate to boost its ratings, ABC is peering into the Disney toy chest. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Bill Keller. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled with Swagger, Afghan Army Takes the Lead. Written by Azam Ahmed from Damdara, Afghanistan. Through the crackle of the hand radio, the Taliban fighter could be heard screaming at his comrades, berating them to strike from their mountain hideouts and kill the infidel forces gathered nearby. An Afghan border police commander, eavesdropping on the enemy's open channel communication, decided to stir things up. If you're a man, you don't need to yell, the commander spoke into his radio as a circle of Afghan army soldiers giggled. Why don't you come out, you thief, and fight us face to face? What cave are you hiding in? Startled, the insurgent blurted, I'm strong with the love of God. I'm going to heaven. Donkeys don't go to heaven, usually, the commander replied, stroking his beard, eliciting another round of laughs. As Afghans begin taking the lead from U.S. forces this year, each mission the Afghan National Army takes on will be a step toward answering critical questions about the country's fate. Can Afghan forces fight the Taliban after the Americans are gone? And can they gain the support of local leaders and populations so critical to that fight? The challenges were highlighted over the weekend, after a battle between Afghan forces and a Taliban stronghold was resolved, only after nearby U.S. forces called in an airstrike, leading to civilian casualties as well. A recent week with a well-regarded Afghan army unit in Kunar province showed that radio trash-talking was hardly the only difference with the U.S. way of war. While the unit acquitted itself in combat, logistical and political challenges were evident. The operation in Kunar was characterized by Afghan and U.S. military commanders as one of the biggest of its kind yet, a search-and-clear mission centered on the village of Damdara in Ganjgal Valley, a Taliban stronghold, where an ambush killed nine Afghans and four of their U.S. Marine advisors in 2009. This time, no Americans would be in sight. Instead, the 2nd Brigade of the Afghan 201st Corps, considered one of the Army's best units, was leading the charge. Commanders coordinated with police and intelligence agencies, as well as Afghan civilian officials, conducting reconnaissance and drawing terrain models for the mission, more than 350 Afghan security force members gathered around the perimeter, some given the task of searching the village for fighters and weapons, others assigned to the ridges to confront any ambushes. They did not have to wait long. 
the forces came under fire almost immediately from an opposing ridgeline northwest of the village, the one vantage point the army did not control. Dozens of fighters were firing. Down the valley, a row of Humvees near the front of the fight belted streams of bullets into the enemy-held mountainside. A Taliban sniper hiding in the forest fired single shots back at the troops. The village remained dormant. Captain Wahidullah Atifi, a company commander, said fighting had sharpened his men, while armored vehicles and extra training had bolstered their confidence. The only bad habit my unit has is that they respond to a single shot with a volley of bullets, he said. Amid the gunshots, Atifi's cell phone rang. A senior commander urged him to keep his men from shooting so much. Atifi shrugged, then sounded a note becoming common among Afghan commanders as they ponder future battles without U.S. air support. If we had an attack helicopter, he said, the fight would be over.